It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how's the weather out there in California right now? Is it nice? <laughs> Man, it's it's a little chilly. It, like this morning, it was like 55 when I woke up. It's I had to wear a light jacket. Why? How's how's it going out in Erie, no, Pennsylvania? What's uh, what, what did you get to do? We're about at, at about a two or three inches per hour now out here in Erie. So of the, snow, uh, two uh, or three inches snow. of snow an hour. It, wow! Oh, that, it wow. makes life uh, yeah. a little more difficult for for those people that haven't experienced the snow. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, but. <laughs> There's a lot of it. You should come experience the snow in Erie, Pennsylvania. No, I, I don't recommend that to anybody. <laughs> I don't recommend that at all. All right, coming up on today's show, we are going to preview the Cowboys matchup with the Saints on Thursday night football. And the more that you dive into this, the more that I feel that the Cowboys can actually compete. I'm actually feeling quite optimistic that the Cowboys can, st- wow. can stay in this game. Now, are they going to win? I'm not sure, but I, I think they can stay in this game. So I want to talk about some of the matchups. And I want to go ahead and start first with the Cowboys offense against the Saints defense. On The Athletic, I just wrote an article about how the Cowboys can move the ball against the Saints defense. Now, it's a better unit than they have been in the past. They actually have the number one run defense in the league, um, but it's their pass defense that is not so good. Um, they're averaging, they're allowing about eight yards per attempt this season. Um, so, my question for you is, is it going to be hard for the Cowboys to stick with the run in this one, considering how open passing lanes might be? Or is you know are the Cowboys going to try to be balanced? What do you expect the Cowboys' offensive game plan to be in this one? Yeah, it's tough because I think when you look at the matchup and and who you know you got Drew Brees on the other side of the ball and um, you know all those things. I I think you know your inclination is to kind of go with what. You know, and and to try to run the ball and 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 try to you know dominate time of possession and, and just keep the ball out of Drew's hands. Um, but you know, again, when you look at how good this team has been stopping the run, uh, you, you know, you, you definitely give yourself a little bit of pause there. So I, I tend to think that you know they are going to try to have to find a way to run the football um, at least a little bit. Um, you know, to kind of just kill some time. And I, I think, again, trying to keep the ball away from, from Drew Brees as much as possible is, you know, the best game the best game plan you can have. I, I think making him have fewer possessions and uh, make those possessions count is really the only way to kind of get a guy like Drew Brees to press and, you know, maybe make a mistake or maybe have someone else make right. a mistake. Uh, and then you can, uh, you know, 
act on that. Um, but I, I, you know, I think that you're right that since the the Saints' defense is so good at stopping the run, you know, they at least are going to need to come out. I think in more passing formations and try to run from that. I mean, I think that you know you, you've been talking about it on Twitter, and I'll I'll let you kind of uh, get into your. Uh, uh, your thought process of how the D- Saints defense will cover the Cowboys, but I think you know, even with that in mind, uh, it's going to be a little difficult for them to figure out what to do with Cole Beasley in the slot. So, and I, and I think he probably is due for a game at this. Absolutely, point. So, and I'll go ahead and touch on that um, really quickly. So, yes, please. The way that New Orleans has played defense this year, I like to call it the the Bill Belichick uh, st- strategy of defense. They're going to put their number one corner on the opposing team's number two receiver. So in this case, Michael Gallup. You're going to see Eli Apple and probably Von Bell over the top of Amari Cooper to kind of try to take him away and force Prescott to throw to, you know, throw at Marshawn Lattimore. The problem with that is in this game, the Saints' worst cornerback is P.J. Williams. He's been a problem for them all season long. Uh, he really struggles when you put him in a slot. And in this game, he's going to have to cover Cole Beasley. And for the Cowboys, I think that's a good matchup for them because they're not looking to hit big plays all the time, especially in this one. They just want to convert third down after third down yeah. after third down. So if you get Cole Beasley matched up against a P.J. Williams, which I think is going to happen, that's a big, big win for the Cowboys offense, at least in my opinion. Yeah, and I also think it wouldn't be the worst thing to to get Cooper in the slot and to see how they they handle you know Cooper going in the slot because I mean are they going to keep PJ Williams there? How are they going to try and uh, bracket him inside, and what is that going to affect the uh, the rest of the coverage? So yeah, I think uh, uh, you know the how they react to the slot is going to be an interesting uh, kind of experiment, and I think. Because of that, I, I I would like to see a lot of eleven personnel. You know, I don't know. Um, the thing is, you know, the thing about all these teams, whenever we talk about their run defensive numbers and that sort of thing, is that you still don't really know until you line up and run against them, like what what the quality of down to down run defense yes. is. So, so, so I I do expect that early on. Um, you know, they're gonna try. They'll they'll run their scripts. They'll they'll see uh, what the New Orleans is doing to, you know, counteract how they line up and, and how they're, you know, trying to attempt to stop the run and or, uh, you know, prevent Cooper uh, from getting uh, up on them. So I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, they're going to have to leave some avenue open. It, it, so it'll be interesting to see what which avenue it is and if the Cowboys can exploit it. One of the things that I suggested on The Athletic is getting the ball to Elliott more in space. Now, their linebackers are pretty good if, you, you know, if you're just running right at them. Demario Davis, A.J. Klein, Manti Teo, a pretty good group of linebackers. But if you get them out in space, you can expose them. Uh, they don't really like to have any of those guys cover, uh, so they'll bring down uh, Kurt Coleman, uh, a former safety of the Panthers, who is a good run stuffer, but not really a guy that can cover. If you get Elliott out of the backfield, line him up in a slot, a little bit like we saw last week with Zeke against HaHa Clinton Dix, I think you can expose him there. And again, if the Cowboys want to win this game, at least in my opinion, the way that you're going to do this is by converting a lot of third downs. Dallas is going to need yeah. a lot of those 12, 13, 14 play drives, which they happen to lead the league in. Uh, you're going to need a couple of those to win this game. You're going to need you know, to start the game off with a seven and a half minute drive. So if you can find ways to get seven, eight yard, you know, kind of 
easy throws, I think, you know, that's going to help the offense. And I think Zeke is a guy that, you know, they might need to feature this week in the passing game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's not the worst plan. I mean, I think, like I said, the, the matchups that you like here are kind of, again, inside just because of, uh, you know, if they're going to divert all their resources to trying to stop Cooper, uh, it should free things up inside. And like we said, Beasley, uh, Elliot, those are going to be the guys that you feel like are going to be the, the matchup issues for the, the defenders that correspond with them on the other side. All right, I want to talk a little bit about the Saints pass rush, but let's take a quick break and we will come right back. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence that you need. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. BlueChew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visit. No waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code LOCKEDON. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to try it for free right now. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, the Saints uh, pass rush is actually one of the more underrated groups in the NFL. Obviously, we know about Cameron Jordan, one of the best defensive ends in all football. Uh, I think over the last couple of years, he's kind of really established himself as a household name. Alex Okafor is starting to come into his, his own. Marcus Davenport is a rookie that they traded up for who uh, played really well to start the season and got hurt, just came back last week. I uh, kind of expect him to play maybe more snaps this week. And then inside, Sheldon Rankins, uh, a first-round pick from Louisville, you know, another guy that can get up the field and can make plays. So this is a, uh, a a talented Saints defensive line. How do you think they match up with the Cowboys offensive line this week? Oh, it's a tough matchup. You know, I think that it, you, you mentioned it. I think Sheldon Rankins is the guy that really doesn't get enough love on that defensive line that is really what stirs the pot. I mean, Cameron Jordan is the best player on that defense, bar none. Yeah, I mean, I think, and, you know, one of the best players – in, on defense in the league, I, I mean, I think he's you know really very underrated. I mean, if you talk about left defensive ends, uh, the 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 list basically is at least in the NFC is is you know Demarcus Lawrence and then Cam Jordan. I think at this point, if you're talking about the best in, in at their position in the conference, so um, you know I think that 
you, you know, Collins is going to have his hands full, oh, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Um, and I think that likely that they're going to need to give him a little bit of help, um, you know, at times to kind of deal with what Cam Jordan's going to throw at him. But I almost him. wonder, is this a better um, matchup for him than a guy that has just a ton of speed kind of screaming off the edge? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think it, I think it is. I, I just think that, you know, uh, I mean, I think the 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 player type, you know, the phys- physical type is definitely more of a matchup for Collins. But the the, the, part, of the part of the problem is that Cam Jordan is very yes, good. <laughs> so uh, uh, I think that's, you know, it, it still is going to be a, a challenge for Collins, though it may not be uh, uh, as difficult as, you know, maybe a player of equivalent skill set that is also a, that is more of a speed player. I think that would definitely be more of an issue for Collins. But um, uh, I think that you know all these guys, uh, Davenport. If he's healthy and if he's you know I don't know where he is in his recovery from his injury. If if he's he's if there can be a threat. I mean he's obviously still very raw, um, and he you know he was coming out of college too, and they, there was thought process that when they traded two first round picks for him that he might need. A, uh, at least a couple years to get ready. So, um, but I think that you know we'll, we'll get a, we'll get a chance to see. And then Okafor, of course, like you mentioned, uh, yeah. I mean, really, really would love to have Tyron Smith in this game because I think otherwise uh, you may be fighting too many battle, too many difficult battles at once <laughs> uphill, uh, fighting against the the Saints to score while trying to keep pace with the Saints' office like that. You know, I feel like. The what the last thing you can you can take is a a, a bunch of successful pass rushes uh, against your your offense because I think that's really going to be the quickest way to sink this I ship. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the Saints offense against the Cowboys defense, kind of the premier matchup of the week. Um, let's start with their running game because we know how dynamic Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram are together as a pair. What I mean, what does Dallas need to do to try to slow down these two fantastic running backs? You know, I think that um, I don't know that they necessarily need to do anything, uh, you know, extraordinary. I, I think they just need to play their game. I mean, it's it's it is an incredible duo. There's no doubt about that. The offensive line is a little bit banged up. Um, and you know they've they've had a really good off solid offensive line throughout the season, um, but uh, losing uh, Teron Armstead is going to be a, a thing for them if if Bushrod has to step and it in kind of start. appears that Armstead's probably not going to play. We're recording this on on Wednesday, and Armstead has been. I think he's mispracticed the last two days. If I'm, I think he's been a yeah, DNP. So it, yeah, it looks so. like Jermon Bushrod is going to be the starter there, which I, I guess according to our friend John Owning, and I didn't know this, but he was the the left tackle in 2009 when Demarcus Ware got two sacks against him. So just kind of a that's a, right a flashback to the that's, past. But go ahead, sorry. I mean, a really seriously flashback to the past. And that's a long time ago, and especially in football years. Um, you know that's that's going to be something that they're going to need to take advantage. The, the Dallas d- defensive line needs to come out, and you know if if the Cowboys want to win this game, this Dallas defensive line has got to come out and play with their hair on fire. I mean, I, I think that's really the the key. You know, is they need to be creating pressure. They need to be stopping the the running game in the backfield, uh, creating tackles for loss. You know, pursuing. Uh, they just need to make New Orleans scrape for every single inch you know and um i think that's gonna be the real big key i think you know we'll talk about some of the matchups outside but inside i think you know they've got 
Ramchek, who's been a, 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 a very good right tackle for mm-hmm. them. Um, you know, they've Unger and Warford are, are solid players. Uh, Pete has been up and down. Um, seems like he's been mostly down this season. But I kind of thought he was a tackle uh, anyways I, I, when he came out of school. I, I don't know why they're playing him yeah, at guard. It seems just odd to me. I, I just don't think he was a full fit at tackle, and that they just needed to get something out of him, so they thought they could use his strength inside. Maybe I, I don't know, um, but I th- I think that there are there are spots there for Dallas to take advantage of, and the fact those are the spots for Dallas to take advantage of. Uh, if they if if you want to, uh, if they want to be able to win this game, uh, they're going to have to be able to take advantage of the spots where they have. A, an advantage, and this is one of the spots where I think, you know, they have got to sh- establish some dominance early on and and make New Orleans move away, or at least ma- at least make New Orleans not, you know, make them one dimensional, and 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 force them to. I mean, not that we want Drew Brees throwing sure. the ball against you a ton of times, but but at least if you know that that's what's coming, your defensive lineman can pin their ears back and, and try to get a pass rush going and, and try to get some uh, a hand in his face and you know and that's really the the way to, to, to try to get this is is to try to disrupt the running game and then try to disrupt the passing game kind of almost in that order. All right, I want to talk a little bit about the receivers. Um, we'll start with Michael Thomas because I think he's arguably the best receiver in the league right now. Uh, at the very least, he's the most efficient. Uh, they're going to move him all around the field. They're going to put him in the slot. They're going to put him out wide. Wherever they feel like they can get a mismatch, my my assumption is in this one, they're going to want Thomas matched up against Anthony Brown. We will see how that works out. Uh, but the key for the Cowboys in this game is not allowing those other receivers to make an impact. Uh, Traquan Smith yeah. has been a limited participant in practice this week. Did not play last week. I still expect him to play. But that's a dynamic guy on the outside that can make big plays. Uh, I think you'll see a little bit of Brandon Marshall. If Austin Carr is in the game, that's kind of a you know a, a dynamic slot receiver. If they can, if they make big plays to Smith and Carr, the Cowboys can be in trouble. But if they can kind of limit those guys and force uh, maybe you know Breeze to have to just feed Michael Thomas, and maybe Dallas decides to double cover uh, Thomas a little bit, I think they'll be okay. Uh, one kind of more thing I want to say before I let you kind of talk about this passing game. Dallas in this game, they're going to give up yardage. They, Dallas has given up yards all season, oh, yeah. season long. That's not going to be a, a, an issue for the Saints. This game, as almost every game in the NFL does, it's going to come down to the red zone. They've got to realize that it's okay to allow the Saints to kick field goals. The Saints aren't going to beat them by kicking field goals. So if you're seeing you know, the Saints walk the ball up and down the field, but they're kicking field goals, it's a win for the Cowboys. So how these teams perform in the red zone on both sides of the ball are likely going to determine who wins. And for the Cowboys on offense, they can't settle for field goals. They're just not going to be able to move the ball as easily as the Saints. So um, go ahead. Any other thoughts on the, the Saints passing game offense as a whole before we move on? No, I think that what you said was is right. I think you know that the that success. I mean, I I think you move them moving the ball up and down the field, but you know settling for field goals or whatever. That's what this uh, a successful game plan looks like because you know this is a team that's averaging I think thirty one points a game yeah, or something, something ridiculous. Like that. So you know if you can get them to waste their own time and then kick field goals. Like that, that kind of plays into your hands, and, and and just realize that on the other side of the ball, you know you're going to need to be 
you know, putting your foot to the the pedal all the time and just kind of realizing that you're never safe with enough points. So uh, I think that's, you know, that's kind of what the Cowboys uh, are going to try to do is, is that, you know, they, they, with all these guys, it's pointless to try to stop them from getting any yards. The best thing to do is just to keep it all in front of you, make the tackles when they're in front, when they're there. And then, uh, and then just make sure that you have, uh, you get the solid tackle and you limit the yardage afterwards. It won't surprise me if Drew Brees completes 80 to 85% of his passes in this game. Actually, that would probably not be necessarily a bad thing for Dallas because that probably means he's dumping the ball off short. As long as they can keep everything in front of them, I think the Cowboys will be at least able to stay in this game for a while. And that's really the goal here. When you're playing a superior team, the goal is to keep yourself in the game as long as possible, get to the fourth quarter, and then anything can happen. You know, you turnovers, penalties, all that kind of stuff can happen. So if the Cowboys can keep themselves in this game to late in the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, they will give themselves a chance. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our predictions. Uh, the best part of the show. Last last <laughs> week, I think we both picked the Cowboys and we ended up being right. Let's try to get this to be two for two. Landon, who do you have winning this game and why? <sighs> I think I think I'm going to choose New Orleans. I, this is a tough game, um, and it's really there's so, the the problem is that there's so a lot. I think they could definitely win this game, um, but I think you know there's a lot of things that have to go correct for for it to happen. They're going to need to move the ball on a defense that has been uh, pretty stingy in the running of the game. They're going to need to stop Drew Brees and and limit his scoring and. and uh, I think that those are achievable goals that are, that can be done by this team. I just don't know that it is going to be that done. It, it is going to get done. You know, I think it's 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 a very difficult thing to do. Um, and and so I'm going to go ahead and pick the Saints. I think. Um, let's see. Uh, let's say twenty-eight thirty-one. Okay. Let me ask you this before I make my prediction. Do you believe in moral victories in the NFL? Ooh, that's a that's a loaded yeah. question. Uh, <laughs> um, I, just to a certain degree, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that it, it, yes, I do on, on a some because level, I think yes. this game could turn into one of those for the Cowboys. I think this is a measuring stick for the game, for the Cowboys. If they can come out of this game, let's say they lose by three points at the end, the Saints kick a field goal at the end. I think the Cowboys will come out of that game feeling like they can compete with any team in the NFC. Now, they won't come out with a win, but if they can compete with the Saints and stay close, I think that's going to give the Cowboys confidence over the next couple weeks that, hey, if we get into the playoffs, anything can happen. Now, on the flip side, if they get blown out at home and it's a 41-10 to 10 loss, I think it can go the other way. They, maybe they think, well, what's the point in the rest of the season? We can't compete with these top teams. So, it, to me, the... Obviously, the score matters, but I'm more interested to see how the Cowboys play against the Saints. What's their level of play? If the Cowboys can stay into this, you know, stay in this game and stay competitive, it's going to really increase my my confidence in this team going forward. But I'm picking the Saints. I think this game is going to be close. Uh, I think the spread on it is the Saints are favored by about seven, seven and a half. That sounds about right to me. So I'm going to pick the Saints 34. 34- to 27 
and they score a late touchdown to 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 win the game. D- does that prediction surprise you at all? Uh, no. I mean, I think I mean a little bit, but I I think that you, you the fact that you came up up front and think the Cowboys could win this game uh, kind of softened the ground for I, it. I a just bit. I think they I think their styles kind of mesh. This is the type of game that Dallas typically does pretty well in when they're when they're overmatched against a team that has a lot of talent on offense. They usually do a pretty good job of shortening the game. This is this is the reason why they constructed this roster they way, the way they did, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it'll be interesting to see. You know, if this is kind of the the Aaron Rodgers killer, you know, the formation. So we'll see if they actually get to play their game plan and 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 it works out for them. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Follow Layden at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We will be back after the game to break down everything we saw. Enjoy it. Go Cowboys. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.